1: actually have an agenda this week guys Wonderful. Ooh, yeah I like fancy agendas. i sincerely doubt we'll get to all of it you
2: fancy huh
1: but i'm hoping uh, there's so much going on and we haven't done the group thing in a while and it's a small group but uh, let's introduce ourselves uh, to my left it's uh, Brad Bishop everybody hello and uh JK Jason E
2: Kelly what's crack a lackin
1: and i am uh, of course uh, monkey in chief Larry Morgan um let us start what are you doing cheers all God, Jason's already been incredibly disruptive.
2: Hey, man, I'm on a TV show. <laughs> we had oh, I, oh, oh okay. he wants the star treatment. Oh, here here it we comes. go. All right, we
1: might as well bring that up right away because if you're watching any kind of TV, here's
3: the, here's the deal. And I got a bone. We, to pick. Could, we couldn't start until he got his water. I know. <laughs>
1: sorry, guys. I need my water in my chair. I know. It's so demanding. What a I deep. What put there's another chair right behind you. I know, but this one's so much lower.
3: Oh my god
1: Oh my god His assistant
3: isn't here to adjust
1: the other one You have gone diva (laughs) on us big time That's a good joke (laughs) So, uh, uh, TNT, Murder in the First, June 8th, I believe, is the uh, season premiere of uh, season two of Murder in the First. Yes. Uh, I I will admit, a show I didn't realize had a season one. I'm sorry. Sorry. Neither did I. um, But uh, our own Jason Kelly is not only in the series, but he is in the promo. Promo, See, now it's worth watching. And by the way, I have a bone to pick with your uh, PR folks at TNT, because I cannot. I want to I post the, tr- the teaser right. on Snark Monkey when yeah. we post this, yep. and it is not available on its own. I it's not, not even on the TNT site. It, I know.
2: I went there and was trying to check it out, because one of the other cast members was asking me about it. And I couldn't find it either, so I will have to tweet them and ask yeah. for a copy of it. So TNT, y'all suck. You well, know, if you're going to put it on the TV, put it
1: on
3: the what, website. Is that is that how you get in contact with TNT, by the way? You just have <laughs> to tweet them? Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, you know, there's it's a pecking interesting. order. It's interesting how many major companies record.
1: have people in customer service monitoring Twitter oh, and yeah. responding. It's I amazing. Mean, from airlines oh, yeah, to media yeah. outlets. If I
2: tweet them right now, they'll probably respond back. That's funny.
1: And yet, getting a human being on an um, actual phone line on customer service is virtually impossible. I've, yes. ha- I've
3: had to be that guy before. <laughs>
1: which, really? the, which guy?
3: Well, I, the, the guy on Twitter. Like, I wasn't really responding to people, but I had to update. I used to work in advertising, and one of the places I worked did uh, most, uh, like, they did recruiting for the trucking industry. Like, yeah. semis and everything. And, and, and I I had to write tweets every day for all these trucking companies. Recruiting to, for yeah.
1: truckers? Wow. And so you had to keep an eye on, on the feed and that sort of thing?
0: Yeah. I, was, yeah. I mean, I, I
1: didn't really have to respond to stuff, but you know, they'd need to know if somebody was causing trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Look how much power that damn social media has that it's it's something that people, because they know that negative stuff can go viral very, very <laughs> quickly and they want to squash it as soon as they can. That's funny. All right. So murder in the first starts in June. Your character is?
2: Isaiah Zay Wilson. Yes. Z to the AI. He is in the gang unit and a tactical SWAT team member, right. and I am partnered with the lovely, wonderful, and extremely talented Emmanuel Shrieky from oh, yeah. Entourage, who plays Sloan in Entourage. Oh. She's fantastic. She's a really, really great person. The entire cast is wonderful. Have you shot everything already? I have shot up through episode eight. I've been in six of those eight episodes. We've got three more to shoot. I'm out for nine, and we'll see what happens in 10, 11, and 12. All right. Now, you
1: have a nice part you can dig into? You get some screen time? Yeah, you think? I do
2: get some, I get, it seems like I'm getting about two decent scenes each episode awesome. which, to help kind of move the storyline apart, uh, to help move the storyline forward. Yeah. I think I was absolutely, a, I think my character was brought in to help um, introduce and legitimize uh, Emmanuel's character because it's out of her element as a, like an actress, it's out of her element to yeah. be playing this really tough, dangerous cop who originally was Israeli Special Forces. And so you bring me and my 200-plus pounds of black madness to the the character. (laughs) Damn, I wish I could say that about me. We really (laughs) help. It it, it creates a really great contrast, but it really legitimizes her because there's moments where she really goes off. And I'm standing there, and they're like, "Oh, damn! Yeah. If she's going off, and he's standing right there, she must be a bad." Oh, that's <laughs> good. So it's great, and it, she, and it is. Yeah, she's a
1: little great. action going on too. You had yeah, to, I, it, I mean, one of the things in the in the teaser is uh, you got your gun out. Yeah, I got, got the get
2: going, and yeah. I'm rolling in, uh, busting into a house, uh, doing a search. the the opening the opening uh, the season opener the first two episodes of the season opener has never been done on TV before. Yeah, Ooh. it's that intense. It's All that right. raw. It's nice that intense. Is it,
1: is it the same uh, stars as the first season? Yes, Tay Davis Diggs and
2: Kathleen Robertson. I Robertson. I like this yes. cast. Yeah, it's like, a great cast.
1: Is it in any way similar
2: to the Murder in the First that came out in? No, no, no. It's All not. Right. It's a completely different. Angle, different angle. You know, last season they, season, they followed a, uh, a crime from beginning to end. Well, that's what the original murder in the first day. Right, yeah. so that but premise was, is still... But it was something.
1: from a, like a, a the attorney point of yeah,
2: view. Yeah, that that premise is still existent. Okay. This season, it's the model is a little bit different. Now, mean, right. I don't want to give anything away, but... Oh, give it away. There's two incidences <clears throat> that occur. There's two, there's two main storylines that are going on. And one has to do with the incident from the from the season oh previous season one All right. no just oh. The, oh i can't really say without oh, the, saying it. The, this, but the season opener this crazy opening that's like the big oh shit that really just happened mm-hmm. and then the other one is involving uh the gang unit and a couple of gangs that are starting to get into business and starting to go at each other and it's really exciting mm-hmm. it's really exciting I'm, it's a great it's a great cast um uh this this season, it's uh, um, what's his name? Um, Sugar Cascade is being played by Mo McRae, who was um, on so, uh, Sons of Anarchy and had yeah. a huge multi season arc on Sons and killed it. And he's just coming up real fast, and it's great working with him because he's bringing the heat. Yeah. and it's just it's intense. Like I mean, I mean, we've had I've had so much fun working with seasoned performers, and they've all been gracious and all open welcome me into the family with open arms mm-hmm. and the direct from the directors to the showrunner to the producers it's been an absolute blast oh cool
1: awesome. and that's just then being around that just steps your game up right it
2: steps your game up yeah. your confidence gets solidified just yeah. because you've kind of broken through a an a perceived barrier cuz it's all mental but you break through a barrier and then you realize oh yeah i can really do this and then you see your work and you go oh yeah i'm really doing this and then people are constantly saying you're doing great work well
1: that's because mostly i mean i think we've heard this brad with you know like an improv and stuff it's like when you're when instructors and when you're you know people you know when you're auditioning for things uh they're on your side. They yeah. want you to succeed. Yes. Their, their investment they in really you do. is they want you to do they well. They really yeah. do. So it, it, the, the tools are there, and then you just kind of have to step up and deliver that.
2: Yeah, and just be a person. You, know, you walk in the room and audition. I don't want to make it all about this, but you walk in the room, just be a person, and then do your work, and then leave. Yeah. And that really is all you can do. And when you book a job, you know, show up, do your job, hang out, go home. There is a pecking order. You know that that's there. You let somebody else cross it or bring you across it. You don't step past it.
1: So on the set of Murder in the First, you weren't asking everybody to, yo, 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 hold up a second. I... I gotta get some water. Could everybody just <laughs> nah. stay here nah. for
3: us? Could can we pause?
1: Nah, you wouldn't nah, do that, nah. on that. I wasn't. Set.
2: I wasn't telling folks to. St- I, w- I wanted. I wasn't asking for water. I was asking for sparkling. See, What he's
3: saying, Larry, is that we're lower on the pecking order. Oh,
2: apparently <laughs> yeah. so.
1: No, I, <laughs> and you know how. I
2: mean, it's just it's. By the way, I
1: know that. Yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's with not a crime.
2: C- like it's like with c- like, f- sports. You're the rookie on the team. There's veterans. They've been there. They won Super Bowls. They've, you know, gone to the uh, All-Star game. You just got here. Mm -hmm. Now, you may have been working just to get there, just like they all work to get to where you're at right now. Right, right. But you don't roll up on Tom Brady and tell him how it's going to be. (laughs) (laughs) You know? You just don't. You go... You wait for time to come to you. You well, wait for Kobe to roll to you you're based not off of ti- your chops. You're
1: not that type, though. No. But I, but there are there are guys go who go yeah. on first time and think, yeah, this is what I deserve. And, that's, yeah. Yeah. and, and by the way, nobody ever wants to work with those Mm-mm. people again. Mm-mm. I think the days of the diva, unless you're just a spectacular actor, the days of the diva are kind of over because things yeah. move too fast. Nobody's got time for it. Yeah. The end... <clears throat> And that stuff gets around, and yeah. casting people and directors
3: and producers just don't want to work with them. Larry, people. you probably hear this a lot because. Uh, that I'm I, difficult? I, well, no, no. no. He I, uh, <laughs> you know, I follow voiceover stuff, and I'm right. trying to get into voiceover, and uh, every. Every voiceover actor who's been in the business for years, I've ever heard talk, the the number one rule is don't be an asshole. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And they say, because it's going to get around and you're just not going to work. And by the way, I don't think that used to be the rule. I think that that with some actors and with some voiceover
1: talent, once they got to a certain level, they would be complete dicks. And I have been in those rooms back Mm. in the day. Mm -hmm. It is not that way anymore and it's too competitive, and if you are easy to work with, and if you are prolific, and if you nail it, and then you give them choices, and you're generous, and mm-hmm. you go, nope, that's and no problem. I you're don't having m- fun and making yes. it fun for everybody else. And then you will get that work again, because that's who, what they want. Uh, and, you know, that's probably where... In my voiceover world, time I'm getting mostly freelance stuff because it's really hard to book, you know, national gigs or whatever. But those people want to come back and work with me again because I'll turn it around quick. I'll I'll try and give them what they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what a concept, right? Um, well, as long as we're talking TV, and if we have time to talk about another show besides Murder in the First. Um, <laughs> I'm just giving you shit, man. <laughs> I'm excited for you. I'm so thank excited you. for you because no, if anybody deserves you. some good shit happening, you are. You've been working hard. I mean, I think you're even downplaying how long you've been hacking away at this, and to have a great, meaty, recurring role around great
2: people—that's going to get seen. Yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> that's exciting stuff. Yeah,
2: man. it is. It it very much is, and a couple of people have pulled my 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 coattail on the show and been like, "Hey, man, you do know this is a Botchko show." They don't just let anybody on his yeah. sets. Yeah, And this yeah, is a really fit. good a, there's a, fit. And there's
3: an ensemble yeah. feel that, that you have to have. Yeah. You're allowed to have some ego over this.
1: It's cool. Don't encourage I him. Jesus, Brad, don't encourage it. I feel good some, about it. Um, He's already wearing the fedora. I got
2: the fedora Corona. on. I got a new tattoo <laughs> and stuff. You know, I'm looking fresh <laughs> these days. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you do. It does It does help solidify the confidence that you're already been working Hey, like, so
1: it's I got I got a call back for a Geico commercial today. So um, i nice. get down. This thing's wrong. I'm feeling. I know they shoot a lot of stuff. Yes, and that, so do. I was
2: very excited. Wait a minute. Which one was it? The one for um, with the in the um emergency room?
1: Uh, no, they they're shooting like three or four. I've, I saw the whole rundown of what they're shooting. They're shooting like three or four spots like next week. Yeah, mine is. I was a golf announcer, uh, watching a couple of golfers get attacked by a sea monster out of the water
3: <laughs> oh snap and you keep that golf <laughs> and persona keep, yes and that there's was the, the thing and that's
1: the water. Ex- that's Love exactly it, it. well uh, don it looks like joe's got a really tough lie here yes that's right it looks even tougher now that there's some sort of sea monster that's actually good i looks like the caddy's gone for the nine iron i wouldn't have exactly made that choice but the fun thing was and that was uh, commercial auditions can be rough because yeah, they, mm-hmm. uh, they grind you in and grind you out this was so much fun because they asked for improv and that's oh, where God. I'm most comfortable. Right. And, and 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 you're partnered up and you're just praying that they Have jobs. get that. And both times I was right. working with some really good guys and we had fun and good. we made people in the room laugh and we you know we followed direction but we did our own thing and kept it right down here yeah. the whole time. It was a blast. That's how
2: you win them things, man. It was a blast. Mm-hmm. That's
1: how you win them. All right, I want to talk more TV because yes. There's probably more great... And we actually have movies to talk about, which is exciting Hooray. because summertime's on the way. As we speak right now, Avengers is playing tonight. I have seen it. I can give you my review. I can give you some details on it if you guys want. No spoilers. I want to be surprised. Oh, well, then, well, plug
2: your ears. <laughs> fuck <all> off. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll, is it worth, wait a minute, yeah. you said you'd be willing to go see it again. Yeah, oh, totally. Said, then like that's all I need to know.
1: Well, part of it is that I saw it at the world premiere. Did I mention I saw it at the world premiere?
2: Oh, <laughs> who's being the uh, diva yeah. now?
1: Well, you know, give me a little something.
2: <laughs> I was standing next to Robert Downey Jr., RDJ. DJ, I'm no, sorry. No, I was not. I
1: was standing next to his wax figure, if you saw my <laughs> Facebook post. That's um funny. Uh, so, I didn't see it in 3D because they showed it at the Dolby Theater in this massive setting. Yeah. Um, so, I would like to see it in 3D because the set pieces are spectacular. Okay. Here's what I will tell you uh, just like any other second movie, it's got a little sequelitis. It feels like we're maybe kind of seeing the same story. Okay. Uh, other than that, it is fun. It is great. It is. Joss Whedon uh, has nailed the formula. Yeah. He, mm-hmm. I mean,. To be able to give each of these, uh, you know, characters their own moment, and here's the—this is not a spoiler at all—to have a great actor like Jeremy Renner in a role that's kind of a thankless role, he gets—he he recognized, oh, we've got this pretty amazing actor. Let's give him something to do in this right, one, right. and Renner does. Good. And there's some there's some very surprising, kind of intimate moments with the characters, with the people. Behind the masks, oh. um, that's really good. So he, so Renner gets his due here. Uh, Scarlett and Mark Ruffalo um, have their moments, and um, there's also the, the tons of setup for the future. Mm-hmm. I was I was at the screening with a real hard and fast comic book geek, and every like 15 minutes he would go, "Oh," and I go, <laughs> "What? What did I miss?" And he's like, "That's setting up." Blah blah blah. Yeah. Like there's there's a. I mean, there's little subtle moments. This is not a spoiler by any means. There is a plot point that has to do with some sort of shipment of this, uh, like the most indestructible adamantium. No vibranium. Vibranium.
2: Yes, from from Wakanda, which is the
1: setup for Black Black Panther. Bingo. It's That's, that's it's
3: Captain it. America's Shield, right? Yep. It's it's, yeah, see, it's and it's that is. is
1: literally all they do, but they establish that country and that connection and 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 Jason Hubert sitting next to me. Jason's been in here. He's win. oh nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, so what I miss. What Chadwick, I miss?
2: Chadwick Boseman, Boseman? Yeah. forty two. And I'm looking and, forward to that. Uh, James Brown.
1: Yeah. They also set up how the Avengers might be able to go on going mm-hmm. forward yep. it's going to have definitely a major shift in, in its lineup sure and Robert Downey the other night on Letterman confirmed I got the I thought that he was pretty much done yeah. but he's got one more kept,
3: Civil War Civil War Civil War. Captain America and he and and in Captain, Captain America right and, I, uh, and then they have to figure him. out if they're going to do, if he's going to be in the Infinity Wars Infinity Wars
2: right I don't know they're going to probably have – the question I keep having is, are they going to Batman this situation where they're going to bring in new – I think they have to. Are they going to re- start recycling and all of that and I getting new newer after actors.
3: after this phase, I think they're going to have to. Yeah, yeah. because yeah. – Robert Downey's looking a little long
1: in the tooth right now, to yeah, be honest. I mean, the guy's Hemsworth just Hemsworth and
3: Evans, their contracts are running up. Yeah. yeah. So –
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and I think Hemsworth wanna probably doing. doesn't want to be cast as that for the rest man, of his life. He's has no, so much he can do. has chops. Oh, and he man. also
2: specifically said, he's like, I am – Tired as a motherfucker. Yeah. of having to get himself into shape like yep, that. That's hard. hard. To go to get to get there and then go back to normal and then get back to there. Yeah, that's a lot of hard work. And all of them do great work outside of yeah. Of yeah, they it's, it's, like, it's all extra experience. Yeah. They're all classical actors. That's why it works so well. One of the reasons it works so. Well. So
3: he was, Hemsworth I, was great in that SNL.
2: Oh, he was. Gl- oh, he was oh, fantastic. strong, right? When yeah. he
3: did that that uh, that parody of the I think it was Mastercard or. oh yeah yeah, through the set yeah they say that you know you're six foot one australian you'll never make it in this industry (laughs) i struggled for
2: days (laughs) in hollywood i went
3: oh that's great that's great writing they said your penis is too big (laughs) (laughs) women won't like that (laughs) well i do think you guys will enjoy
1: it so we shall report on it and i'll uh I'll hold back as much as I can. Uh, do what, we know what, what what trailers we're seeing? Are we seeing the Star Wars trailer in the theaters? Is that what they're
2: supposedly they're going to be showing with it? Because it's already been debuted. Yeah, you know what? I can't imagine that they're not. It's the same yeah. same yeah. family. Which, by the way, looks got, kick ass.
1: I I, I I shrieked like a little boy yep.
3: when I when I saw that, yep. and then saw the We're Home. chewing. I was mm-hmm. so mad at IMDb because I went to IMDb to. See, I was traveling the day it came out, and so I. I landed and checked my phone, and everybody was just like, oh, the new Star Wars trailer is out. So I go to IMDb to check it out, and the picture they have is of the, trailer the last frame. Is the last oh, frame. God and I was like, it. well, okay, I know what's going on now. <laughs> oh, really? oh yeah. that sucks. Oh,
2: that
1: does suck because that's such a great reveal. Yeah. It is. I mean, that, that was the thing that made me get. I mean, there were like six of us in that office right over there, and we all went, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so much fun. Doesn't it have. It's got it. Doesn't it have... I mean, look, we were all excited about Phantom Menace. Sure. Knowing that it was coming back. Sure. That trailer didn't do anything for Nothing. Me. This is J.J. Abrams, the fanboy, knowing exactly how to push you know, the buttons.
3: I, I'm going to go back. On yes. the Phantom Menace trailer, when you when Ray Park has the double-sided lightsaber yeah. come out, I, I got jazzed. I, I yeah, did. But, but then they wasted it. Yeah. But, I mean, the the movie so Yeah, was, was a guess, letdown for I guess for me. you're but right. But that trailer... Got me excited.
2: The poster for Phantom Menace was the only thing that got me excited. Was with Anakin in the shadow of Vader going yeah. to the side of the, mm-hmm. the building. That was dope as shit. Yeah. But then I went and saw it. I don't know. Was <laughs> I was highly disappointed. Let's just pretend that never happened. Yeah.
1: Here's the thing there will be a point we'll be able to start at episode four and not have to worry about the. First <laughs> this story is true. Now that this we've is true. moving forward, this I is can't. True. I, I, I can't wait to see what they do. I think, I think they're going to crush it. I think so. I, I think, think Abrams knows it. how to reboot.
2: That X-wing fighter flight over the water mm. and them skimming yes. just and then the Millennium Falcon doing the the star destroyer yes, crashed. crashed. Oh, that God. was
1: so epic. The, and the best thing that they've said coming out out of uh, the set is how much he's moved back to organic sets. Yep. CGI is there, but it's a backdrop to actual models and 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 built sets mm, yeah. and and things in the foreground. And this—that's this what made the first three music.
2: so real yeah, and so yeah. great. Well, and and uh, inventive. I mean, it, very was, much so. it
1: yeah. uh, Speaking of trailers, it feels like finally now we're. Saying, I mean, they're all tentpole movies. That's all yeah, we that's have all anymore. Organic. But I mean, tell me what I'm missing. Um, by the way, poor Batman versus Superman after oh the Star God. after the Star Wars thing. Came. I mean,
2: crap.
3: I don't know. I don't think that's going to be very good.
2: The Savior thing is not going to work. I don't know. It, it just seems
3: just, it just seems like a weird feel to it. I want to see yeah. it. I'm curious. I'm really curious, and I I have hope that that it'll, it'll yeah. turn there was into a, something really good. There's right. a thing that came out this week. Somebody
1: colorized. Uh, Man of Steel, to be more <laughs> colorized, because it's funny because it's in color. But they, but it's so you know, desaturated mm, in that yeah. that particular look, and so they made it more vibrant so that his like his outfit right, yeah. is really bright, right. and it looks like Superman. It's like <laughs> it's oh. just,
3: if you mixing Batman and Superman, you're going to have that problem. Batman yeah. is so dark. I mean the, the the animated series, the Batman animated series in the '90s, that was done on black paper. Yeah. And they put the color on top of that to yeah. make it dark, okay. which was a genius move. I mean, yeah, that's it was such a great show. But uh, and it gave you that tone. But yeah, when you've got Superman, you you expect like yeah, Metropolis happy is happy and bright. Well, it was Superman
1: through the Christopher Nolan filter, which I just don't think necessarily works for every no. you know superhero. Yeah, he no.
3: like, like in Man of Steel, which I still say gave me what I want out of a Superman movie. It gave me. Superman fighting other superpowered people. And yeah. Really great. Okay. But it was a little too like moody for a Superman movie, I felt. I I, I thought, thought it was a superhero movie
1: as directed by Terrence Malick. It just, just had you know like these beautiful images great and images. This kind of moody thing. And pl- didn't make a damn yeah, bit of sense.
3: My other favorite thing is how every plane when it crashed crashed down a street. Yes. <laughs> right, so it wouldn't hit a building. It goes straight Not down. The to hit buildings <laughs> in the <tropics. laughs> yeah, but, they, but they still killed
1: a lot of people. Oh my god,
2: a wreck of
3: people. <laughs> I mean, I
1: don't know why they were being so damn careful about the plane when buildings are toppling top right now. People.
3: Speaking of which, did anybody see uh, Kingsman?
2: No, I no. heard it was really good. I just
3: watched it. It was. Uh, they got a place in North Hollywood that's doing second showing yeah. or uh, second uh, run. release run yeah. movies and it was a fun fun movie it's it's very like it's it's gaudy james bond yeah if okay. you can imagine that and there's a lot of like wow People didn't survive that kind of thing. <laughs> oh wow! Yeah. Right, I oh, heard it <laughs> was
2: some gratuitous blood letting. Oh god! Yes. Oh wow! Yeah, it was like. Yeah, because yeah. it was, like it was portrayed,
1: to, portrayed to me, it was like you know very fun loving and kind it, of, it is. But I I had
3: my problems with but it. Extreme. But extreme, be extreme,
1: or just extreme? No, extreme. not
3: campy. It it borderlines. There's parts of it like there's there's these little sprinkles of Grindhouse. Yeah oh a little, well, little sprinkle oh, well, as okay. long as we're talking about that um let me segue
1: into because i powered through daredevil in the, in yeah, the same opening here. weekend mm-hmm. have you watched it jason i've gotten
2: to s- episode four and see so, i've seen, seen the whole thing okay so. it took me thing.
1: took me a couple of weeks but i got through the whole yeah thing. I now that, i am i, I am like surprised at how intense those i mean it is graphic violence yeah to a point it's that it took real. me a little while yeah. I mean, as real as you can really get it because he gets tired. Well, no, that that's the thing. <laughs> he gets tired. As, as, as difficult he's... as some of that stuff is to watch, the fight scenes are spectacular yeah. from the yeah. standpoint of they're not they're obviously choreographed, right. but they're not pretty. No, they're ugly. Yeah. yeah, and and it and it plays to his. Grappling because he's, you know, because of the senses that he's trying to use, but also just that's what fights are usually like. Right. And but, that's what he is. He's a brawler. But yeah. they're beautifully
2: shot. Amazingly shot. Even though they're ugly fights, that, right? And what that I also cut man, enjoy, that Cut Man's dope. Oh, But yeah. like, what I like is how all of the fight scenes inevitably have him in extremely tight quarters. Yeah, Small spaces. Everything's a small that space. Hallway? That hallway scene was. Oh my Epic, god! Yeah, I had Epic
1: to. I had to. I ran that back and had to watch that again Epics. because it wasn't and it, was it wasn't gimmicky from that standpoint. It it was just a, a point of view and you know almost comic. You know, shit going happening in rooms that you yeah. don't see and then doors flying open. Somebody comes crashing through. Yeah, but it was still. It was. I thought it yeah. was great, and I think it really. The more it, I thought about it, it was like it really does capture that tone that Frank Miller set yes. in those great
3: books mm-hmm. in the '80s yep. and, and on. It, them. Uh, it does. It really does. I, I was lucky enough to have a friend let me borrow uh, "Born Again." I think it's called "Born Again" or "Reborn," which is a storyline where, I mean, oh, you know, Daredevil. daredevil. Yeah. yeah, it's like a storyline where Kingpin finds out who Daredevil is. Ah, uh, yeah, and oh. Basically ruins his life. Oh yes, I do remember that. that. Yeah, I remember that. That. and it was great because that had all the characters that show up, <laughs> pretty much. It was and Speaking Denofrio. Of Denofrio.
2: Oh shit, that dude.
3: I, I now liked, we know he's good, right? Yeah. yeah did, you not, did you not like him? I I liked what they were trying to do. My one complaint was that I never felt like he was really in charge. I never felt like he was, and they never. Well, I don't want to give anything away, but I never felt like he was the main, like. Who the kingpin would be? I, I thought it was interesting that he
1: that he, I think he started that way and showed vulnerability based upon outside forces.
3: Mm. I, I, it was
1: an interesting way to bit, take well, a villain, I, I, as opposed. to yeah. yeah, but I
3: think this whole thing is his origin story too. Like he's yeah. not quite the kingpin of crime. Yeah, you know when, when they're coming yeah. in, he's he's getting there. He's building his right. factions Syncid, and everything. Yeah, yeah.
2: but that. A king can never play a king. A, a king can never play the power of a king. The people that are underneath him have to give him that yeah, power. Yeah. So if that's coming off, that's because.
3: Well, like I said, I really liked performers. I liked his take that, on yeah. it, and I liked where I liked what they were trying to do with it. Right. But I, I, I guess I was just wanted a little more. Okay. I, I
1: feel like I, I get that, and I remember thinking that about halfway through, thinking he's showing some. Weakness, and I and I find that unusual, but I think that's part of rebuilding back to having more of a mindless. Because he does, even still, with the woman in his life and all the other things that come to light, he has these streaks of just pure rage. Rage, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I, like the episode door. four with the door. I wanna... Oh shit,
2: yeah. <laughs> wow, did yeah. that really just show? But yeah. well, what about sure. that Rosario Dowson? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, what about the – I mean, the show as a whole was really satisfying, right? Absolutely. I mean, I like the characters. I like the writing. I like that they created a – it is a Marvel universe unto itself. They refer
3: to Hell's Kitchen almost as if it's its own city. Somebody made a really good point, and I hadn't thought about this, but a lot of people in New York were complaining because Hell's Kitchen has been cleaned up in New York. Since since the original Daredevil came out, it's no longer like the slums it used to be. So people are like, how are they going to do this because it's – it's a nice place now, sure. but they did a really good job of making it in the aftermath of the Avengers. Yeah. So it's, again, right. kind of grimy. It mm-hmm. needs to be rebuilt and mm-hmm. it makes and it, sense. And it exists in a
1: Marvel universe that is its own world outside. of I mean, it right. references yes, that, absolutely. but it doesn't have flying superheroes and, yeah. and, you know,
3: it's not Tony Stark's world. Right. Um, and I think that's really interesting that yeah, they it's, it's yeah. not a world that a superhero is going to try and get involved in. It's, right. it's no, too. It's yeah. underground. It's too beneath yeah. Iron Man. And that's yeah. what I always liked yeah. about the, the the book. The title was that it
1: was it was boots on the ground. <laughs> you yeah. know? It yeah. was like yeah. it was on the it was, it was the, a superhero the, for the people. The highest it got was those rooftops. Yep. And I love that. That's I love that.
2: Yeah, they Good and, stuff. And I'm genuinely enjoying how all of the Marvel content is Touching base on what's going on in the universe in the exact same way the comic books used to. Yeah. I mean, it's not heavy handed, it's subtle little seeds. If you know the material, and you know the world. Well, that's you know, almost see a little pop up. It's like yeah. see, see, issue <laughs> yes. fourteen. Yes, uh, yes, a Captain America. Well, well, uh, yeah. That's what you'll get in a, in Avengers.
1: And the thing is, for me, I didn't catch every reference like my buddy Jason did. Mm-hmm. And um, and you and
3: if you don't notice it, you don't notice it. It's right. all
1: it's it's integrated beautifully into the into the fabric of it. Re- if
3: you are like a comics fan, I recommend going because I, I never really read Daredevil. I liked the character, but I didn't, I was I was an X Men guy, so that's the one I always collected those. The, um, but I went. I found some websites that talked about all the hidden stuff in Daredevil, and there's some good, some good things. There's oh, yeah. there is a Stan Lee cameo.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, but some, uh, Daredevil is an Wait, interesting Stan Lee's and um, Daredevil. Yes, what episode? Sort of.
3: It's it's, it's <laughs> deep. It's one of the last episodes. Okay, right. It's yeah. one of the last ones. Okay. You're so not gonna see it. I'll tell okay. you right now. You're not going to notice it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Larry you knows. But look it up afterwards. Yeah. You, yeah, you'll yeah, yeah. Look, up, look up Daredevil Easter Eggs, and you'll see all these really, like there are characters that they named that I was like, oh, that's supposed to be that guy. Right, I had right, no idea that right. that was that guy. Yep. yep. Um, uh,
1: here's my, and we'll move on, but uh, my one issue is I'm, I'm not sold on the Foggy guy. Uh, no, I like the, that guy. I like the, I, I like the I, character. I don't like the actor I think about real. 50% of the time he's okay, and then the other time it's like, it just sticks out. I don't think he's a very good actor. I hate really? to say
3: that. I don't know. I he
1: uh, was one of my favorite parts. I like I like the foggy. When he's good, he's fine. But when, but there are moments where it's just like, oh, that yeah. just that line delivery was just when wow. they yeah the,
3: the the whole episode about their past. And I won't give anything away because it's coming up for you. I thought I thought he did good in that. Episode. That's fine. That's fine. Some of the fly, uh, yeah. I think it,
1: like
2: he, once he got warmed up, he seemed to be fine. But wow, some of those early episodes, I was struggling. Yeah, they, were, they were painful. But you know, I got as an artist, you got to give them. Some people, take, some artists need time to figure out who it is that they're playing yeah. and how they're playing. It also and it is kind of because he and it's is writing,
3: and he is the comic relief of this. Yeah, know, in a very dark. Nobody else is really <laughs> funny. I mean, you get some funny lines from Rosario Dawson, yeah. and uh, and. What's his name? Uh, Charlie, Cox? Charlie. Charlie Cox. Yeah. Charlie Cox. Yeah. Charlie Cox. He's good. They have. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. They, they all have funny lines, but they're they're all delivered in a very not deadpan, but just a step above deadpan kind of way yeah. to be funny. Just that stark kind of yeah. wait, no, he, I, and Fo- he's the funny guy which in the comics that's what Foggy is right you right.
1: know no, Foggy has the weight of the it's just I don't know that the actor was up to the task at yeah. the beginning I don't want to just keep hammering away at him I didn't notice because no, he's I listening hear I, mean, I,
2: I, I, I hear you There's, I could thought I thought of a couple other people that could have cast but...
3: <laughs> well it was uh, it was oh the director I can't think of his name now in the Ben Affleck one it was uh, he directed Iron Man Oh what? Oh oh well, you mean John Favreau. Favro, yeah. yeah, he was Foggy in the Ben Affleck. That's that's right version. So oh, yeah. this guy, and no offense to John Favreau, I like I like the Foggy in the TV series better. All right, all oh, right,
1: all right. We got a Foggy defender. Uh, as, and as long as I'm uh, uh, sucking up to Netflix, um, I don't know how many people are even noticing this show. But this show, Bloodline. It's on Man. Netflix. Someone told right. me to watch it. But.
2: One of my cast members in the show is on Bloodline, Jamie, uh, Jamie McShane. Okay, and he he told me that it's one of the best shows he's ever. Done.
1: It's phenomenal. It's addictive. It is. It is. Every episode drags you in further to something, and it's it's a it's it's very different. I mean, for one, it's got this ridiculous cast. I mean, it's Kyle Chandler, who, by the way. I'll, I'll probably just watch it anything now. I mean, Friday Night Lights just kind of hinted at what this guy can do. Yep. There's a, a lot more depth and complexity to this part that he's playing. It's a family drama with right. very dark sides to it. But you got Kyle Chandler, Linda Cardellini. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh I want to oh, get to him. Uh, um, um, Sam Shepard, Sissy Spacek, uh, who's the Norman Leo Butts. Is, is that his name? Big Broadway guy. And Ben Mendelsohn, who is the dark sheep, the black sheep of the family. It's interesting, though, they cast him specifically because I don't think a lot of people know who he is and what he's done. And that's the point. Because he's the bad brother that comes back out of the blue as, you know, the family's celebrating this big anniversary. I mean, the whole first episode is just kind of the setup for that. Just this family dynamic. Mm -hmm. And you already get the sense that something's brewing and it's just there's no gimmick to it or any of that you just know that this bra- there is there are these flashbacks to something bad that's happened there is at the end of the first episode it's got the greatest tagline ever it's Kyle Chandler dragging a body through water getting him, the body in a boat and he's talking this whole time about his brother his bad brother Danny throws the guy the body in a boat pours gasoline on it lights it on fire blows him into the water and the last line of the first episode is we're not bad people. We just did a bad thing. Cut to black. <laughs> it's like,
2: well, shit, I gotta watch the rest of this.
1: <laughs> That's good. And it just builds and builds and builds. It's all character development and amazing performances. I, and Netflix is blowing me away. They are the They're standard. Killing the game right now. For creating
3: original TV. And, and bringing they back. don't. What? shows they they're bringing back a lot of stuff too. They're like giving shows second chances. Yeah, when they recognize and... I I I just I can't say enough about, you know, I'm not trying to get through the sponsor me, although I would love that. <laughs> um,
1: but they have they have nailed it. And they are it looks like they're giving the creative people the 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 leeway to make the show the way the way you want to make it. And it stays consistent that way
2: and it's just uh, Yeah. Just, which is what TV that's what T V should be. Yeah. I mean, we are a mature audience now. We've lived through several decades of TV. We know what we want to see, we know what we don't want to see. And I think it's time to start putting the creative choices and creative control back in the hands of the artisans so they can tell great stories.
3: Well there there's there's two ways I look at it. You've got you've got the networks who who they either have their like focus group things, so when one hit comes out suddenly everything has to mimic that for a while. And so it gets oversaturated and you get mm-hmm. tired of it. So Lost is a big hit, and then you have Heroes and all these other shows that are just like Lost right. or have that same style. CSI comes out and you've got all these drama, these cop drama shows like that. Um, or it's reality TV, which everybody is sick of. Supposedly, well, except they're still watching it. Yeah, yeah. but, Housewives but yeah, now and with, with Netflix, they're giving well, you another, it's, another it's, option. Yeah.
1: It feels like yeah. everybody's starting to get... The message that you can be original. I mean, even the networks are saying, "Hey, maybe we'll do a six or eight episode limited series of something." Right. I mean, I I didn't watch The Slap, and it got some definitely mixed responses, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty ballsy move on NBC's part to get that kind of those really good actors yep. and yeah. do something with a little bit of. I mean, they
3: were trying I, probably to be controversial. I watched that show Gallivant. Oh, really? Right. It wasn't bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad. I, I it, it, was enough to make me want to watch through the like eight episodes. It was, the, the king. I loved the king. Like the, the, the bad guy king was my favorite because he's just a goofy kind of idiot. Well, was mm-hmm. it? Was it? A, I could never get the tone. Was it a parody? Was it a comedy? Was it? it was, was it? I mean, it was comedy. Yeah. Honestly, but it was just like, you know, it. it it's kind of make poking fun at how, you know, the the guy, the, the hero saves the day, gets the girl. Well, it starts off with him having the girl, and then the king comes in, takes her away. And then this, this is all in, like, the first five minutes, so this isn't a spoiler. <laughs> king comes in, takes her away, very Braveheart know, style, you. you know, like, goes off. He's got uh, Vinnie Jones as his bodyguard. Baby right. And, you know, they're singing, and it's this musical thing. And then so he goes to save her, but it turns out his girlfriend likes the idea of becoming queen. So she's ready just to dump him. And then, so it does. And so she's Bitch. staying to become queen. And then he goes in, off and just like on a drunken bender. You know, he's not really wanting to be a hero anymore. And so he's kind of brought back into that life through the series of events. Wow. So it, it's, like I said, it's not great, but it was, it's fun if you got time to watch it. Yeah. You know? And might... it's it's really short. It's it's like eight episodes. I'm and Weird Al's so in.
2: It. I'm so man now i'll watch it <laughs> he's in, he's in like one, episode. He's a he's fun in one episode
1: he was yeah that's right he was featured in a did, did uh, like a big musical number
3: in it. yeah it, they have a lot of the uh, ricky gervais has a guest spot in it uh, see that's the
2: thing is a lot of these look great actors that used to be doing movies are now gravitating towards tv but what what they're bringing is the whole general disposition i don't want to be locked into something right for five six seven eight years right. no matter how much you're paying me. I want flexibility. So get me for four months. Shoot what you need to shoot, and then I'm on the way. I'm I'm back out in my life doing what it is I want to do. And here's one thing:
1: there was an announcement. I think it was today. One of the networks. And I wish I had the story in front of me. One of the networks is going to release a TV series. NBC. It was NBC, right? They will debut it on TV. The Manson first episode. And then they will put it all online. Twelve episodes at, in, in the Aquarius. Networks. I
2: don't. Aquarius. It's it's, yeah. it's about Charles so Manson.
3: David Duchovny stars in it. Uh, I just saw it yep. today, actually, okay. and I heard it's like, uh, it's, uh, it's yeah, it's like a girl goes off. It's somebody who joins Charles Manson's mm-hmm. cult, and they're trying to find her. David Duchovny's. Part of like the yeah. FBI or police.
1: So About they're, so they're yeah.
3: going to go the Netflix model and release
1: it all. NBC's being groundbreaking
2: well. by following what <laughs> Netflix has already done.
1: But that's basically the future of TV. It's going to be it's all on demand. And, it's, and, and the networks are going to have to follow it because that's yeah. the only way they're going to survive. Yeah. I mean, even I'm so frustrated with freaking Yahoo screen, which took on community. Mm-hmm. after nbc yeah, dumped it. with that and it's it's they're releasing an episode a week on tuesday that's on right. a bad platform that is incredibly frustrating that's not working i, I don't know what they're thinking put them all frigging up yeah why not put them i guess because maybe they're not a subscription-based thing and but bury some ads in it and you'll get your ads watched yeah. but put them all up there yep. um the the um, what we were just talking about Aquarius. Uh, Charles Manson? Uh, is that? Um, yeah. All of a sudden, here are some of the things I f- saw today, just on Deadline Hollywood today, some recent announcements about major projects The People versus O.J. Simpson. I mean, we're dipping back into uh, a big. Um, That's a period piece. Man. Yeah. We know
2: how that ended.
1: Uh, Kerry Washington and Wendell Pierce are going to do the Clarence Thomas. Um, Anita, ba- Anita, yeah, Anita, uh, Anita Baker, Anita, Anita, Anita Baker. <laughs> I'm just, I, I just want to go back love. to the. I want to go back to the OJ Clarence thing. Thomas and Anita Baker had a thing. <laughs> 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 From beginning to end, three hundred
2: sixty-five days of the year, i the same old love, baby. <laughs> I, I really
3: Sorry, hope Brad. for the OJ thing that because everybody who used to parody them on Saturday Night Live is still alive. You could get Mike Myers to be Judge Ito. He was the Judge Ito. It's right. Tim, yes, Meadows. Right, was. Tim Meadows was, was O.J. Remember the famous thing where he's drawing on the uh, the the teleprompter or whatever? Oh, right. Yeah, he's, he's doing the, the football teleplay. An analogy. Yeah. And he, he ends up an writing, an I did it. <laughs>
1: <Right>. <laughs> um, but, I mean, not only are we re- no. rebooting stuff from the past, but we're taking old n- media events from the past. And why recreate that? We watched
2: them. We don't. I don't need to watch that. I watched the original.
1: And anybody who it's, didn't watch the original, who's going to be interested in a Clarence Thomas? No. More. Well, well, Anita. The they're looking for how, modern
2: what? black drama, man. Carrie oh, Washington's going to play her. By the way, it's what, well, you, you got to uh, be quick to get what's her, her name? name. Wilson Anita Anita Thompson Thomas No A B C D E. Clarence EMG, Thomas Clarence Thomas and Anita and Anita Helford, oh, whatever oh, she was. Damn it! I can't remember. I turned her off. I was like, man, you
3: little... Whatever. Well, you got to be quick to get the rights to these things and go ahead and get it out there because... I mean, look at... movies are doing the same thing. It's been 30
1: years!
3: Or whatever. Well, Well, I mean, like, the OJ thing. Oh, OJ. Which is coming up on, like, 20 years. Yeah, and they did... I mean, American Sniper is a fairly recent story. Yeah. You know? And all these other things are... uh, The life of Stephen Hawking is... (laughs) I I mean, I think, uh, to, uh, to that point... The um the, so, the social network,
1: uh, Anita Hill. Thank Anita you. Hill. The social network was mm-hmm. one of the most remarkable projects to be able to turn around and be about something that feels very now, yes. mm-hmm. and do it in a really good way and not an exploitive way. I mean, right. what, to, have you? Can you think of any other project that took uh, a personality and a and a thing that had such major impact and and was able to make a compelling story in a way that you know Academy Award level stuff. And felt so much of the time that that's the kind of stuff that it gets exciting, you know. When when somebody can say, "Here's a movie about now." And having said that, I was just running a commercial earlier for a Showtime series, uh, "Pursuit of Happiness," I guess it's mm-hmm. called with Steve Coogan mm-hmm. uh, and and uh, Catherine Hahn. Yeah. people I like. But the but the dialogue in the promo was, um, uh, "Nobody cares what you think. You don't even have a Twitter account." And his response is something about. Uh, so so and so and just because I'm not on Facebook and it's like oh no don't just make references to social media just to sound Mm -hmm. like you're relevant or of of the moment Eh, that's not that's not it that's not
2: that's not it Uh, there is one there's a show that is doing some really current media savvy situations and interweaving that into their storylines Murder in the First (laughs) Son of a Bitch
1: I (laughs)
2: June eighth, Monday. Larry was on drawn TNT, and he's like ten nine century show. I'm like, what
1: is it? What Boom. is it? Son
2: of a No, I'm no, they are. I'm not sure. The just, first I'm not time he says show. yes to a snark monkey but, yeah. in
1: months and it's just to be a <laughs> oh, giant that's bullshit. Pl- plug fest. That's
2: bullshit. When's the last time you asked me?
3: To be with when's fair, the last time you've had one? To be fair, okay. it is the first
2: time you've said yes to one in months. <laughs> no, it's just be, not. I just just because a he months, hasn't had like, one in months, months doesn't mean. No, no, no.
1: Mean... I don't want to stop. I hate it oh, when so you fight.
3: You,
2: <laughs> so you, you stopped having one when I couldn't come. Oh, yeah, we shut it down when J.K. showed you know, up. We had to shut work him, around your schedule, down. your shooting <laughs> yeah. schedule. which, Straight out of Compton, the trailer looked
1: oh great. Yeah, and. Have you
2: listened to Alan? No, I've not heard what Alan has had to say about it. It's pretty interesting stuff
1: yeah. well, and part of it is because you know he couldn't we've talked about Alan before and he knows he's the whitest guy in the world okay. but he, he listened to his podcast because it's great. They started because they had access to Jerry Heller mm-hmm. and Heller was telling them everything and because he didn't care anymore and he's you know it's like so they started to write it from his perspective and it's still very much about and it's a lot of it's about Somebody like Jerry Heller and e z e e coming from completely different backgrounds, different places. But Jerry recognizing here is this amazing music that's basically becoming um, – it, it was a phenomenon at, like, swap mar- – at, at flea markets. Right. You know, CDs getting passed back and forth. Clubs in in South Central getting packed for people to come, you know, kind of hear this stuff. And he was a – capitalist. He was a businessman. He was at a low ebb in his music career and he went, here's the new thing. Here's what the youth are responding to. And 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 it ended up, just as a quick aside, one of the kind of fun moments of of the story is that the label that agreed to release the stuff i think priority records yeah that was actually KTEL. that was the old KTEL
3: records <laughs> really yeah putting
1: out the bad compilations on the cheap yeah. vinyl and stuff it was just kind of a different name for for what was KTEL. Why, that was who they that. found to put it
3: out i saw a, a trailer recently for some, something i'm excited about it's a it's a documentary about carol spinney
1: big bird yeah yeah and oscar oh well, that's
3: right yeah and he's still doing it like he's Got to be in like he's got to be pushing yeah, seventy, and
1: he's in that damn bird
3: suit, right? Yeah, which has got to be one of the hardest Muppets to operate because your oh, your hand is just up here, and you're looking at a monitor down on your chest. Yeah, I seem to
1: remember them saying they made major modifications over the years where it became got easier and easier. But yeah. there was a time early on where that those yeah. guys um, documentaries are as good as they've ever been. Right yes. now, yeah. I, can I go back and suck on Netflix's cock for a little bit longer? How about the teat? Okay. I'm just trying to tell you how I much how excited I, okay I'm sorry that word makes me oh, okay well well now we know a little more about you um another Netflix series that they debuted this week the, have you guys seen the documentary um uh hero dreams of sushi is that yes. what it was no um, hero dreams of sushi yeah. yes about Great about like the world's most amazing sushi maker in Oh, Japan, S- yeah it was, uh, it was osaka i think it was, uh, it was a, I don't remember. one of the small yeah. not in tokyo Okinawa? no um so the same filmmaker has done a six part series on high-profile chefs yeah. around the I saw some world. billboards
3: on the way out here for it. It's, yeah.
1: it's shot like the most beautiful feature. Okay. The story, it's not a food doc, it's not a reality show, it is about these individuals and they're all completely unique and different and they all, and their stories reflect what they've done with their food but it's, but like the first story is this Italian guy, his whole story is a love story. It's about how he met his wife, the, the relationship they built but how she fueled him, how he... You know, had to kind of drop out how he, based upon their relationship, kept going when he was being told that you've, you know, ruined the Italian kitchen. You've taken it away from the basics of, you know, the Italian mama's kitchen because he was he was trying to take those tastes and and do something inventive and and kind of consolidate them from the kitchen, like lining up six tortellinis that he called, you know, tortellini. Walking into broth, it was just, he has to get this whimsical take on Italian food. It's amazing. The okay. second one, completely different. A guy in the Hudson Valley who's all about sustainable farming. He's the guy who basically invented farm-to-table restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to only put on my restaurants tables what was available in today's farmers market. Period. Mm-hmm. And 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 talking about just flavors and. Uh, God, guys! If you like food and you like chefs and you like good storytelling, best documentary series. i no, that's the, Chef. the That's the feature he made. called oh. Hero Chef Dreams of Sushi. The, the Netflix series is called The Chef's Table. Chef's Table.
2: My boy Ahmed was just telling me about that. It's so good. It's okay. so good. It well, is
3: compelling stories, yeah. and if you happen to yeah. just like to eat, it's
1: really. Well, my favorite really stuff good.
3: about the the Hero Dreams of Sushi, is. Seeing the family dynamic, because it's yes. such a different culture to where he, yeah, this, this, the relationship he has with his sons is right. really intriguing. And yeah, that's because just,
1: chef, cause chefs, you don't normally hear about chefs, chefs, maybe cooks, you know, the kitchen of families. But you don't hear about chefs passing along the family business to other chefs. Right. Uh, and in that case, it's like the expectation is... That's who he's going to hand things off to is his son is going to be the one and he and he's learning to become a master sushi right that's awesome. and
3: then the stuff with the other son, yeah, right. what, with him, and I don't want to give anything away because I recommend watching yeah, we're just like, oh my god, why would you oh that's that's their philosophy that's what yeah that's how they believe in doing things yeah. that's how it works there, wow, that's really interesting, yeah. That's a it's a
1: it's a beautiful documentary, and this guy really knows how to tell stories. Uh,
2: you know,
3: there's some good stuff
1: on on the TV.
2: It's on my list.
1: Um, mm-hmm. Let's see other trailers. Uh, Mad Max, yeah or nay? Oh my god, I don't know.
3: I am ready to get in line for that. I'm, like, I'm going to come know. out of Avengers, and I'm going to get in line for Mad Max. No, I'm in.
1: You know why? Tom Hardy is
2: the dude. So jo- I'm well, to go and for
1: George family. Miller is. It, it's the first remake where the original guy is actually. Or a re- reboot Rebooting. anyway okay. is actually part of it. Is it yeah. a reboot?
3: Yeah, I feel like it's like it's, our next, con- yeah. it's a
1: continuation. Maybe I haven't quite figured that out. It's yet. another Mad Max.
3: I never felt like it, any of them were really completely connected. I mean, they do kind of. It's have just a, the character. Yeah, the character
1: is good. Yeah. It, it, maybe that's his philosophy: is that it's it's another Mad Max adventure. Here's okay. another Max adventure.
2: Yeah. I heard Beyonce's going to be in it, singing playing like the. We
1: don't need another hero we don't need another in the hero. Thunderdome. Mm-hmm. No,
2: she's not. Shut up. <laughs>
1: I think I think I think it's if it's George Miller's sensibility and he has more tools available, like he did going from Mad Max to to Road Warrior, yeah. which was a huge leap forward. Just technically, yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I kind of. I excited also think about
3: it. along the lines of the Star Wars with J.J. Abrams, he's he's tri- he tried to do more practical stuff as opposed to yeah. CGI explosions. And, no, it's all stunts and, 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 the, and... the car chases. He, he tried to make that more of like actual them doing it stunt right. people and right. yeah. yeah
2: that was just one that was a that was a movie franchise that i never latched onto. my brother was into it mm-hmm. i never really i watched them all but i just never went oh yeah i get uh, it that's that, my thing that trailer's I, got me jazzed
1: i though, think i think road was. warrior is a pretty perfect film i mean just from a storytelling standpoint I, I i the other two the first one's a little too clunky for me and thunderdome is Ridiculous! Yeah, <laughs> just, totally. I, I can't. I can't. Version. I would. I didn't need to ever watch it again. No. But I, I think Road Warriors holds up for for sure. Right. As long as you don't mind watching Mel Gibson for two hours, <laughs>
2: a young Mel Gibson <laughs> yeah. with a very thick Australian uh, yeah, accent.
1: That's right. Uh, I, I assume. I assume a pre anti Semitic no, yeah. Mel Gibson. Anti. Um, so what, what else do I need to cover? Ant Man. That's good. Ant
2: Man looks pretty decent. I am
1: excited. I, I, I'm still hurting a little bit from Edgar Wright
3: not being part of it, but I, um, I'll be okay. Supposedly, mm. they've gone back and basically made it almost like Edgar Wright's script. Yeah, like they I, went back and did some reshoots. I, mean, I just mm. don't think anybody can, has his
1: style, though. Yeah. It might have this sensibility, and it looks like they're going to play with the sense of humor like right. Galaxy of the but They had
3: uh, yeah. Adam McKay and right. Paul Rudd redo a lot of the dialogue. And I like, I Look, I'll go see anything Paul Rudd does. I, mm. I just like
2: watching it. Yeah, he's that. good. He's good.
3: And then Fantastic Four also.
1: Yes. Fantastic Four
2: looks solid. Yes. I think they captured it. I love that they went a different direction in how the they ultimates. got their powers. Yes.
1: Yeah. yeah. And a younger cast is yeah. interesting, yeah. which yeah. I
2: think is going to be kind of fun. Yeah. I like who they cast. Showing sure, no. up. Michael B is going to crush. Uh, Johnny Flame. Yeah, he's gonna crush that role. Storm, Storm. I Johnny mean, Storm. Johnny Storm, Johnny Flame, Johnny <laughs> Johnny Flame, Johnny Hot Fire. Johnny
1: Flame is in a different Marvel universe.
2: <laughs> Flame, oh, that's on! right. Iceman just got just got yeah. Outed. Iceman got outed Ice by, got Gene Gray. by Jean Grey. By Jean Grey in one of the comics. Oh, I thought
3: you were talking about Rob Eisenberg for a
1: second. Yeah. I was like, what? No, not
2: that no Iceman. He's not no, they
3: got a they got a an X Men series like First Class or not First Class. It has to do with the original, like back. Oh yeah, Be- Beast isn't Beast yet. You know, it's yeah. like, they brought back they just, the original yeah. five, you know, members. And he got ironed. and yeah, <laughs> he's he's saying something about women. And Jean Grey's like, you know, I can read your mind, right?
0: And <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> some
2: shit.
1: <laughs> is, that a, is that trailer out too? No, it's it's the comic. Book. Oh, it's
3: in the comic book. Oh, okay.
1: Hey, free comic book day yeah, on Saturday. Sunday. Where? Saturday is it, is it Saturday? It's Saturday. Oh, that's right. The second. Yeah. Anywhere, anywhere. Any comic book, around book store around the country. They will be giving out free comic books. Yeah. I don't know exactly how. And I've done how they're it. They're going to uh, stay the in past business. Couple of years. What happens when you walk yeah. in the door? You go Brad? in.
3: Well, different comic comic stores do different things. Some of them have these bundles. Like if you buy so much stuff, they just give you the bundle. of – Gotcha. Like, or most like places, just Bogo have or, like a. You know, there'll be lines outside the door because tons of people go to these. They'll just have like a card table with all the comics, and you just go and you pick them up, and they're all they're all like preview comics. They're all kind of like they give you a taste of something that's coming oh, okay. out, okay. and they'll have Marvel and DC storylines, so they'll tease like this is coming up. So, so there'll be so, like know. promotional issues, and then hey, there's stuff that you might never have read before, you just or never thought to read. You Just mm-hmm. grab it and you read through it, and you're like, that's actually pretty good. Okay, I got uh, I got into the series. It's been around for a while. It's called Mouse Guard. Oh, I remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I it's been that. around for a long time. Mm-hmm. I think the Archaea is huh. the the company that does it, and it's just like these little mice that are like. They're like knights of the round table. It's, it's so weird, <laughs> right, but it's, it's really fun. <laughs> and it, I just got this little, like, I had heard about it, and so I was like, oh, I've always wanted to read one of these. And it's just a little, like, 10-page preview comic for it. And yeah. I ended up buying a couple of, like, the hardback editions that they had. So it's it's a lot of fun to do. And I, uh, I ended up meeting Matt Groening at one of them. Wow. Nice. Yeah, it was really, like, I, it was crazy because I, I was getting a bunch of stuff. Somebody had given me a gift certificate to, uh, I'll plug it, Heidi Ho Comics Where's in that? Santa Monica. Oh. Okay, Hi-di-ho. Back when I was living in Santa Monica. It's off of Lincoln. Uh, great comic store. People are always really nice and friendly. So I'm in there, and, and I had this gift card, and uh, I realized if I bought enough, they were going to give me, like, the whole stack of the of the free comics. And so I had to get one more thing. So I went out and I was like, oh, I've never read a Futurama comic. So I picked up a Futurama comic. My girlfriend at the time was with me. She picked up a Simpsons comic because she's just like, oh, a Simpsons comic. Cool. We get in line and this guy gets behind us and we both kind of turn around <laughs> and we're just like, is that Matt Grady? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Matt Grady. Wow. So we're not going to say anything to him. If you we're buy like, it, a, he will come. We're in a comic book store. I'm, and and it's just like he's he's kind of gotten a reputation for not wanting to meet his fans, not the most gracious. Yeah. yeah, and so I'm just like, it's just cool that he's behind me, you know? <laughs> wow! So we get That's up so in line, and the the cashier sees the comics we were buying. He's like, "Oh, you should ask him if he'll sign it for you." Like being just completely not even caring that like it's Matt Granny. Yeah, we know Matt. It's cool. it's cool. And 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 he was just like. He kind of looks at us, and we're, we look at him. And we're like, we totally knew it was you. you know? <laughs> 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 and, and he's just like, yeah, I'll sign it, no problem. So he he draws. He oh. draws something. I can't remember what he drew on hers. He drew Bender on my Futurama comic, signed it, put the date on it because he knows that like people are going to want that if they yeah. want it for proof. I'm not ever getting rid of it. No. Yeah, Heck no. no. And he was so gracious and so nice That's to us. And, and But you could tell he wanted to get out of there because like- It could have exploded. He, well, he himself. signed well, yeah. hers. Suddenly, yeah. 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 The, the the, the, people started to get in mm, line behind him and started to kind of yeah, recognize and, him. Yeah, so he signed hers around. and then I showed him mine. He's like, oh yeah, I'll sign yours. And he there was at this point; it was his turn in line, so he hands him this stuff, and he's just like, "Ring this up, <laughs> quick!" Because <laughs> I got to get along. out of yeah. here. But he was really nice. Oh, so awesome. all the stories, as far as I'm concerned, aren't true. Matt Groening okay. was really nice. All
2: right, well, I just got a hold of Old Man Logan. Oh yeah, it's yeah. a it's, it's super thick. Uh, f- um, I heard about this. animation graphic novel, um, and it's about a post apocalyptic old. Wolverine, who hasn't popped his claws oh. in hundreds of years. It's, it's Mad Max Wolverine. It's, it's Mad Max Wolverine. <laughs> I've heard it's the shit. I just haven't been able to get into it. Oh, dude. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Well, an-
3: I, I'm going to stumble into the meltdown. There's another, uh, another big comic news. They killed off a Ninja Turtle. <sighs> yeah, they did. They killed they- off Whoa. Cracked Donatello got his shell cracked by Rocksteady.
2: Yep. Damn. Sledgehammer to the shell. Show did. I auditioned for Bebop really <laughs> for the sequel yeah i
1: didn't
3: get it didn't get it they got the guy shook. uh jb smooth
2: jb smooth he's oh, the really? voice
3: of the bebop in the the animated mm-hmm. right now you yeah. yeah you know what jb smooth did not get a role
1: in the, murder in yeah. the first no That's he right. didn't
2: june 8th <laughs> no he didn't but you know what jb smooth has huh a name like J.B. <laughs> you could probably but you have got a, a <laughs> <of> voice. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, Jay, I got the job. I got the voice. Um, uh, let's, uh,
1: let's wrap things up here, yeah. but um, let's go around the room with stuff that's bugging us real quick. Yeah, let's we've, get we've, uh, been po- we've been too positive. We yeah. haven't picked on but anything. Let's talk about some shit. Here's what I didn't want to see happen, and it's happening. A feature film called Tangerine. It will be the first feature film shot entirely on... And a,
3: an iPhone. Uh, you, yeah, you knew that was coming. It was going to happen. And I and look and it's important that like it's the first feature film. Films have been shot, just not like like. Yeah. Andy Lee has
2: done some stuff on
3: indie features and things well, like that. Well, it's just here's the thing. I I appreciate that equipment's gotten. It's
1: easier to do that. It's more portable. You can do things faster. I come from an era where. Movies were big. You had giant Panavision cameras. You shot on 35mm or 75mm. You composed, you know, I love beautifully composed shots, and that's not a thing anymore. Maybe it'll come back around to that again one day. Um, Somebody's going to shoot a really beautiful, amazingly gorgeous, you know, Lawrence Slow- of Arabia. Yeah, I don't know.
3: Somebody's going to do it. Landscape. Somebody's you know. going to do it. Don't you shake your head at me, Jason Kelly. Well, I would like point with, with the add-ons you can get for your phone and the, the quality of the cameras that they're, you know, your phone's going to basically be a red pretty soon, yeah. you know? Well, maybe I'll actually be able to shoot something on yeah. the other hand.
1: <laughs> they're doing
2: exactly what the industry, What they, they're doing exactly what was done to the music game. I prefer live instruments, mm-hmm. a horn section. Yeah. I prefer tu- prefer tube amps. All of it. Give me real artists. Yeah. Everything's digitized. But there are and artists who- There are. Who rebel against that. There, there are.
1: Bruno Mars is taking a full horn section up when he goes up on tour. Yeah, I but mean, he ain't
2: get there that way. He started yeah. doing that after he got there, and All he didn't right. get there that way because it's too cost prohibitive. All right. It just sucks.
1: Right. Well, look, mm-hmm. I'm the ones complaining about yeah, this, so I'm, I'm on your side. But, uh,
3: Brad, what are you bitching about? Oh, God.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> nothing personal, please.
3: Yeah, I-, I I don't know. I hadn't thought that far ahead It'd Okay, like, good. what I'm mad about. Let's see
1: was well, let's just say you're relatively happy. I right. mean, we, there's so much good stuff to watch right now. It's it's a great thing. Um I'll go with that, yeah. Uh Jason, how you doing?
2: Man, I got nothing. The caps fucking win. One. The Wizards fucking won.
1: Did did our teams draft the right guy tonight cuz that was happening a little what, while the, ago? What NFL, NFL draft? draft yeah. I didn't
2: catch any of it. I could I don't really care about the NFL draft anymore. All right. Drafts don't really mean
1: anything I, to me. I totally forgot it was going on until I looked up and I saw my man from USC, Leonard Williams, go oh, okay. number six, I guess. That to, makes sense. He's uh, great. To the Jets.
2: He's Poor great. guy. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why. I'm like, you take a great athlete yeah. and do a team that isn't so great right now.
1: Um, we did not address uh, racial unrest this time.
3: Man... <laughs> we'll have to save it for the next one. I don't
1: know. You know Push what? You
2: don't even have to address it because some nigga will get killed, killed in the future and <laughs> we'll have another city burning because of it and we can talk about it then.
1: Uh, it's, you can
2: beep that if you want or you can let no, it No,
1: you can. Just you keep can, it real. I, I want you to say what you want to say. I, I, uh, There's a, I'm heartbroken. I am heartbroken. Uh, on that, on that we're living senators. through a time like this and uh, on, on all sides. Yeah. What are you going to say, Brad? I'm sorry.
3: Well, I, on a... Slight tangent. Uh, there was a – somebody put a Facebook post up that I saw that was like the use of the N-word across America. And it was like – of course, the South mm-hmm. has is very red. It's very <laughs> E-R-ended. Uh, and the Southern California area also not quite well, yeah. as bad as the South. Larger but, urban areas, yeah.
1: Well and-
2: – well, you're talking about people that have moved here from yeah. parts of the same parts of those countries. Uh, a
3: lot of uh, New mm-hmm. England area, also mm-hmm. around that New York. Absolutely, New York yeah, area. absolutely. Man, you know, like, look, Ra- uh,
1: racism is not a regional thing. It's <laughs> not a regional thing, <laughs> it gets, and it's it not safe in South. Canada either.
3: It's, yeah, it, get, it, it gets thrown. It is what it is. The South gets it gets a lot of the brunt of that, and you know, rightly so in some cases. But it's everywhere. Wow. It's yeah.
2: everywhere. But look, it's not a black white thing. This whole thing, and I, don't, I don't want to be real clear. All this stuff that's going on is not a black, white thing. It's a socioeconomic thing. And because by and large, there's massive communities of African-Americans or black people that are in that lower socioeconomic category. It makes it look like, oh, this is just them. But police are whiling the hell out on Everybody.
1: Well, that's that's kind of what I was saying. I mean, it, it can be made a racial thing if you want to make it a racial thing. But the but uh, the scarier issue is that there is a an epidemic within police departments that th- is exactly what you're saying. Yep, And there's um, no
2: accountability. And I don't know how
1: that's well, happening. From and here's to the thing. On
2: top of it, I got to get one more oh, thing ahead. on, it. Go go on top of it. Everything you're saying is true. The challenge that we in the black community have is, is that there is a perceived devaluation of black human life right, in this country. And mm-hmm. so it makes it easier for a police officer to go, no, I'm capping him or I'm going to kick him around or I'm going to break his neck right. and know that they're going to get off because you have a history and a record of people getting off. right. Whereas when you flip the script, there's when you do it to other people other cultures of people right you don't get off as easy
1: yeah right so it's not necessarily some sort of it, it may not may not necessarily be some sort of targeted racism based upon the fact that he is he is black and i hate right i hate uh, african right. americans it is he is black i can take this out on him and that's what it's, is expected of me yeah. because of the system if I, yes.
3: need, if I feel the need to go that
1: far if I feel the need to I go that far I can
2: I can and I can justify yeah. it yeah. with the meager here's the, me- with the smallest of means here's yeah. the
3: thing because I'm a computer scientist I went to college for computer science and I took a computer forensics class and we had you know D.A.s come and talk to us and different things and it was really interesting because I talked about how everybody was talking you know in the you know uh, 70s 80s and I the, the increase of of you know, cases of rape, you know, how it, it was becoming more and more prevalent. And then they started to realize that, oh, maybe it's not becoming more and more prevalent. Maybe it's just that more people are reporting it, reporting talking about it, and so now and admitting al- to it. Along those lines with mm-hmm. social media and people having cameras right. on their phones, mm-hmm. this has always been around. But yep. now we're starting to see more of it. So now we can get it out in the open.
2: NWA was rapping about it back in the net, damn. Yeah.
1: Well, that's... Late 80s and 90s. One of the things Alan and I talked about in that podcast is it feels like it's more... It's such a timely film based upon what they were talking about. Yep. It's just that they were talking about... I mean, it came on the heels of, uh, obviously, Rodney King yep. uh, at the same time yep. as well. Yep. Um. But it, it's, it's been going on. Been going on. And yeah, look, it's, it's
2: been going on since... Officers used to be called overseers. Right, right. Right. That's what the hell they used to be called. Mm -hmm. They just got a new name and they got a new role and a new responsibility. But they've been in charge of seeing after them Negroes since we've got brought here. And no one wants to accept or really talk about there was a time in this country. In fact, the lion's share of time that black people have been in this country. We have been seen as property and not fully human. We've only been free. We've only had rights for 50 fucking years. Yeah. 50 years. Right, right. Your age, you know what I'm talking about? I know. Like 50 years. But for 400 years, you were something less than. That kind of psychological, cultural thought process doesn't change overnight. And it certainly doesn't change because. Empire's on the air, or no, scandals no, on the no. air, or President Obama's in the White House, and
1: it doesn't change it, for either side. It doesn't change it, for either side. It's it's ingrained in the African American community, and there's still plenty, yeah. and there are way too many in the Caucasian community who are like, "Hey, it's 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 what's the big deal? What's yeah. going?" I mean, it's, it's psychological scarring,
2: yeah. and it's almost they're microaggressions. It's not overt. It's yeah. microaggressions where you go, "Oh, well, he had a switchblade. Oh, well, why'd he run?" Oh, well, he's he's got
3: a hoodie. He got a hoodie on. It's that
2: little shit that you go, because I've caught myself going, wait a minute. Why did I just go, oh, but if he hadn't done that, they wouldn't have been able to justify. Like, I keep asking the simple question. Why do we have to walk this very tight, narrow path path of perfection in order to get a level of justice that is given to everybody else just because they say, well, this is what happened to me? Yeah. And people believe it. Right. We keep going. This is what happened to me. This is what happened to me. People go, oh, no, no, no. And I have these arguments with my friends on Facebook all the time. No, that's not happening. That's not happening. I'm going, you guys, if I had a lower educational and a lower emotional IQ. The amount of times you tell me, no, that's not happening, would make me mad enough to throw a fucking trash can through a car. <laughs>
3: exactly.
1: And I got a college
2: degree, and I graduated from the best high school system in the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: That's that's annoying for anything. It's like, annoying for telling, anything. Somebody telling me, like, you don't feel that way. Yeah.
2: yeah. Keep beating on a woman- and that woman eventually gonna get tied to that shit, and she go cr- she gonna clap back on your ass. Yeah, go back it's to the same
1: thing. go back to late '80s when it's everybody was uh, up in arms because Spike Lee made this movie where this really likable, cool, funny character is working amidst other you know a, a, a diverse neighborhood where somebody's overly racist, and suddenly his character snaps. At, toward the end of the movie and picks up a trash can, and throws it through the window. And people are yep. going, why would he have his own character do that? It's like, that's exactly what we're talking about. Because yep. you can only just pound away human-y. and pound away. And yes. Yep. And you have to snap it at one point And that's not.
2: Uh, people, it's, there's a quote that says people still asking the question, why didn't Mookie throw a trash can through the through the window instead of asking why they kill Radio Raheem? That is the realest. You're talking to me about some glass, man. (laughs) A person was killed
3: by the police. I'm going to have to replace that glass. You know how much that
2: cost? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Do you see the level of inferiority that that can trigger? And I'm sitting here again with a degree. I'm intelligent. I'm spiritually evolved. I'm an adult. That still makes me want to fight. Yeah. That level of incredulity and lack of underst- human understanding of, oh, material wealth doesn't matter more than the, the human, life. human life, right. And we live in a society where material matters more. Right. Okay. So that's what I'm... Off about. So we did get to the subject. <laughs> to bring, and yeah. I think
1: we solved it. And to bring it back to media, if I may, I didn't realize because it's set in Baltimore. I didn't realize when I was watching The Wire how much of a documentary I was watching. Oh yeah, because that fucking series
2: nails it all the way to the wall. Nails
1: it. Yep. Uh, and it's it's even more powerful to me now. Just it is. just seeing people, what's going on in that community
2: people should watch the wire to get a better understanding of what it's like in what it's really like authentically in the inner yes. city and they should watch do the right thing to understand the anger that's underneath it and, and and see how things
1: can explode so quickly and to see how prescient that that spike was about you know what he i mean that he did that movie for
2: ten thousand dollars right in one or two weeks and every single one of those actors worked on that as a favor to him yeah. Uh, it's still one of my favorite it's movies of the It's a fantastic 80s. film. One of my favorite movies of all time.
1: All right. Uh, one thing I, I may, may put on the agenda, and I decided to take a completely left turn here, is that uh, I have always said that at some point, uh, especially maybe at the end of each Snark Monkey group cast, is that there would be monkey news. Um, so I have monkey news because all you have to do, there's a story about monkeys, Every single day, and all mm-hmm. I have to do is, and so I said to myself is I'm going to type the word monkey in Google, and then click on news, and the top story <laughs> will be how we close the show. <laughs> I like it. Her. Uh, so here, here's the story. They have determined that um, there's a male species of West African monkey that communicates using at least six main sounds. There's, they have a six-word language. The words are boom-boom, crack, crackoo, hock, hawk, haku, and waku. And they've determined that, for instance, crack—that's k r a k, k r a k. By the way, these monkeys are not on crack. Crack means leopard. So if he's going to warn another monkey about a leopard, it's a leopard. It's crack. And crackoo refers to your general non-leopard threats, like oh, that branch is falling, or you know, a policeman's about to shoot me, mm-hmm. or something. And uh, I guess, um, I guess, boom, boom, crackoo. Boom Boom Kraku. <laughs> Apparently, directly translates to, you up? So, uh, <laughs> congratulations on monkeys uh, getting uh, their communication <laughs> skills developed. I know the
2: apes is coming, man. Planet yeah. of the
1: apes. They're taking over, you know that. Caesar. Uh, Great film. Jason Huber. Jason, I'm sorry. Jason Who? Kelly. What's I up? got so many Jasons in my it's life. It's all good. Jason E. Kelly. Where can people find you on the social medias? On the
2: social medias, Kelly 72 That's J-K-E-L-L-E. Ey seventy two
1: and uh, anything that we can watch sometime soon you might. Hear. I'm actually
2: in a Lucerna commercial, oh, the God. bull riding Lucerna commercial. Ooh. They don't feature me, but I'm in the background. <laughs> they didn't cut to us, but it's all good. Oh they cut in a check and, murder- <laughs> <laughs> and and murder in the first on J- TNT June eighth Monday as the character 10, nine Central as Z to the AI. <laughs> Jesus, he's never coming back here again, is he? Yes, I am. No, I think I he's fun. Here. He's gonna
1: he's
3: gonna, de- he's gonna be us. on your other. when, I you, blast to, when you interview somebody. Uh,
1: I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to do a one on one with yeah. him and just talk about his his whole origin story. Brad Bishop, where can people
3: find you? Uh, Twitter, Brad R Bishop. Um, Goats going up soon. Uh, Goats doesn't have anything coming up in the next couple of weeks. All right, we're, we're resubmitting right now at all the shows. Uh, but if you remember the last time I was here, we talked about the uh, monster Does, movie. Oh, your monster movie! It premiered in Mississippi. It did a kind of an audience test screening. Went really well. Everybody seemed to enjoy it. That's they're great. they're making some changes right now, and I just found out that they are going to be doing an LA premiere <gasps> uh, sometime around the end of June, early July. I don't know the exact date yet, but I'll let you know. Uh, it's going to be at the uh, the Charlie Chaplin Theater.
2: Oh, sweet. That's awesome, so, man. Congrats. Yeah. Uh,
3: well, remind people the name of the film it's is. called Big Bad. Uh, Big Bad the movie. And the trailer that's is right. available there. Yes. Yeah. We'll yes. post that again. Very I, cool. I play the monster in the monster movie. All so. right. Nice. Yeah. It was fun. Wow. Wow. I, I, monster, I did the full man. body cast. Did you? Then, the monster, right. was it? If I can ask. Can I, you reveal well, that, any of that? Well, that's... I can't tell you exactly. So you what can it tell
2: is. me offline, though. Yeah.
3: All right. I can show you some pictures. All
1: right, I love yeah. pictures.
2: Ooh. All
3: right. Uh, follow us on
1: at the Snark Monkey, and uh, we'll be back again whenever, whenever Jason says he'll be okay to do it. I'll be back. Uh, get a monkey, everybody. Get a monkey. Get a monkey. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Get a monkey. Get a monkey.